Hey, this is Jim with Silent Sales Machine Radio. Welcome back. It's time for another great episode. I've got a great guest with us today. It is a lady with a heart of gold. She serves in our community, our Facebook community, every day. She's one of these great moderators on our team who jumps in and day after day answers everything from the most basic questions to some of the more challenging topics that that pop up in our community. She's been selling online for a while. She's had a good degree of success, but it has not been an easy journey for her. She's got some challenges that she's overcome. Just a really inspirational lady to know, and it's a pleasure that I get to hang out with her a little bit today. Of course, I'm talking about Angel Crush. How are you today, Angel? I'm great, and thank you for that lovely introduction. I appreciate it. Well, I appreciate your uh, patience as we had some technical challenges today, but we're off to the races now, and I think listeners are really going to enjoy this podcast, especially today. Let me just set it up a little bit, then I'm going to turn it over to you, Angel, to tell some of your story, okay? But we tell a lot of big success stories on this podcast. Sometimes I know the numbers can be overwhelming. There's a lot of people in our community who are doing incredible things, but there's also plenty of people out there who are still doubting and wondering and questioning, can this really work? This sounds complicated. Is this something I can really do? And maybe they're saying, I don't have a whole lot of money to start with here. This really needs to work. I can't make any big mistakes or big investments. So we're going to talk to those people today. So this is kind of an episode for those of you who are new to this and maybe not sure if this is for you or not. That's who we're targeting with today's podcast episode. So Angel, tell us a little bit of your story. I'm going to turn the microphone to you and talk to us about your story in that first year, maybe some of the things that you did. And then we're going to talk about what you're up to now while focusing on those who are new and maybe don't have a whole lot of cash to spend in getting their business rocking. Sound good? Sounds terrific. The floor is yours. Thank you. What happened was back in 2013, uh, I woke up one day and found I couldn't walk. My knees had just given out. I didn't fall. I didn't have an accident. They had just decided not to work anymore. And I came home from visiting my daughter in a wheelchair. Now, I didn't have a high-level job. I don't have a college degree. I was doing elder care. But the woman I was caring for was up a flight of stairs, so I couldn't do that anymore. And I still had bills. So I had to think of what I could do to make some money from staying at home. I wasn't able to drive at that time. And I turned to Amazon. Now, I did have some experience in Amazon. I had been a bookseller, mostly a hobby bookseller, for many, many years. I loved going to the thrift shops and the library sales and the garage sales. And finding books for a quarter and selling them for a few dollars. And uh, that was a lot of fun for me. And it, it, it paid for my book habit. But that was out of the question because I couldn't drive to go buy books. So I tried to figure out what I was going to do next. And I'm a mom. I have seven children. And so the thing that I know well is, is groceries and uh, being able to stretch a penny and make it, make it last a long time. I started buying things for Christmas, thinking that stocking stuffers would be a good way to go. I was looking for things that would cost a dollar or two, and I could sell for 10 or $12. And then I got worried that what was going to happen after Christmas, that these things uh, people wouldn't buy anymore. At least that was my thought. I, I figured nobody bought screwdrivers except for Father's Day and put in people's Christmas stockings. So I turned to uh, network marketing experience, which was, what do you sell in network marketing? What do you sell in MLM? You sell things that are consumable. 
So people buy them up and come back to you the next month. Well, for me, that meant groceries, and so that's what I did. I became a great fan of Walmart, and I was looking for groceries. And I could only um, buy what Walmart would send to the house and what my daughter was able to lift and carry to UPS. And we did that every day. But the thing was, I did it every day. Every single day I would take whatever money I had available and buy whatever I could on Walmart in order to usually make a multi-pack or a bundle because I find those things sell better. Two packages of something uh, seem to sell better than just one for, for me most of the time. There's a few golden nuggets in there, and you're not bragging enough on yourself here, too, because part of your story that I know, we talked before the recording, and I remember us discussing this probably a year ago when we spoke last, you've got six special needs grandchildren as well, right? Isn't that the right number? So you're just one of those, I mean, the the name fits the person, angel, right? I mean, you're just one of these people that's taking care of and caring for so many others, while doing this, while you can't get out. So just so the listener didn't miss this detail, you're at home most of the time. You don't go out and do activities that help you find inventory. You've got to order your stuff online. You've got to figure out how to do it virtually. So you're ordering these products, you said, from Walmart, and you order them, what, I would guess 15, 20 at a time maybe, and turn those into bundles. No, no, not 15, 20 at a time. That's for people who have a lot of money who order 15, 20 at a time. Even less than that. I bought one of every single thing that I thought would sell. I didn't have pack. There were no courses. There was nothing out there that I knew, at least that I knew about. Um, And so I bought one of every single item I thought would sell. And when that item sold, I bought two. And that was how I built my inventory. Now, that is what I call a slow and steady approach to growing this business. I love it. So, I mean, we're, I love, and I promise the listeners today, we're going to be talking to those of you who are really tight on your finances and you're thinking, can I do this? Can this work? It doesn't get any lower risk than that, than buying <laughs> one item at a time for, I and you, you told me. Item at a time. That's correct. Yeah. And wow. What that does. What that does is it makes it less frightening because if you're spending all of your money on one item and you're buying 20 of them and the price tanks, you've lost everything. If you've spread it out over 20 items and the price tanks on one of them, you still have 19 more that you can sell at a profit. So that was really important to me. And then, like Jim said, I I have... um, special needs grandchildren. I have six that are autistic, three that are almost nonverbal. And my son, Jared, has three of those children. And he called me up about two months into this and said, Mom, I just lost my job. And I said, Oh, good, because I'm tired of packing this. He drove down. I love it. Oh, good. My roll of plastic wrap and my roll of packing tape laughed at me. (laughs) and took it all home and started packing my things in his living room. And that first year, we sold $313,000 on my little buy one and when it sold, buy two. Oh, okay. Wow. So (laughs) you went from... Our story just took a leap here. Okay, so we're buying one or two items at a time, seeing what works. And that's still the strategy. It's a very low-risk... And arguably lower reward 
strategy. But that's what some people need. Not everyone's ready to go all in. For some people, this is a side income stream. For some people, this is a part-time. For some people, this is, hey, this has to work. I can't afford to risk $200 right now. There's a lot of people in that position. And this is a strategy that's worked for you. So your first year, and this would have been a couple years ago, right? Three years ago? Uh, 2013. Okay, so coming up on three, four years ago, your first year, $313,000 was your total sales for the year. Yeah, the first full year we did $313,000. And that was almost all buying a few items at a time at Walmart and flipping them in multi-packs and bundles. So let me just say, again, this is a show for those who are brand new to this stuff, okay? So if you've been doing this a while, you're like, well, you're waiting for this to get complicated and a higher level stuff. It's not going to do that today, but share this with somebody who needs it. I'd encourage you, listener, send them to silentgym.com. Have them check out this podcast. Someone who's brand new and green and doesn't know anything about this stuff. This is a show they need to hear. But what I'm liking so far is at no point did you put a significant pile of money at risk in your story. The one thing I do want to know, and I, I'm not sure what this number is, Angel, how much of that 313000 went into your bank account? Once it's all said and done, are you just rolling it back into your business or is some of that you're spending money for your budget? Like, Break that down for us a little bit. Well, it all went back into inventory and paying people and also taking my family to Disney World. <laughs> I didn't know that. Oh, that's beautiful. So when you say taking your family, how many people is that? I took 20 people. I invited everybody. I paid for everything. I took my kids and my grandkids. It was something that I wanted to do when my kids were growing up that I wasn't able to accomplish, but I did it now. And so that was, that was, that was that. (laughs) Is that some of them I hear in the background? Actually, that is my parents walking in the door because of what I do. I'm location independent, so I can work from anywhere. I'm, I, I live in Albuquerque, New Mexico. I'm speaking to you now from Long Island, New York, where I'm visiting my parents who are 85 and 86. Because I love I it. I'm here with them because how long am I going to have them? Oh. And so this is really important to me. I just pick up my computer, and because I can work from anywhere, I can buy things on Walmart just as easy from here as I can from home. Ah, oh, so I love you're able to travel and be with them. Now, you're not able to get out every day and walk the aisles of retail stores, but you do. It sounds like you still get out and travel, so congrats to you. And I, it sounds like you're finding ways not only to overcome the challenges in business, but with your physical limitations as well. So kudos to you. I mean, this is the kind – for the listener right now, these are the kind of quality people that I have the pleasure of working with and around Every day, even virtually, but that's what our community is. So at a minimum, guys, get into our free Facebook group. There's a link in the show notes. Go to silentgym.com. Check it out. And uh, so so do your parents have any uh, business tips they want to jump on the microphone and share? (laughs) Oh, they sound like they sound like just they're having fun back there. I'm a little jealous, man. Oh, that's so great. Sorry about that, but... um... No, no, nothing to apologize for. I think it's awesome. I mean, if you've listened to past episodes of this show, we've had dogs bark. We've had packages delivered. My little girl will come into my office, and we did a whole episode with her, actually. And I don't know that we covered a whole lot of business territory on that one, but it was sure fun for me, and and people seem to like it. So this is all about family, and I love that you're recording this, taking some time away from your parents that you're visiting it just – it says a, a low – again, you've just got a heart of gold. Again, appropriately named – 
Angel Crush. Uh, okay, so let's continue this story because I want to give some people who are listening today, uh, can they still go do this, what you're Absolutely. doing? Absolutely. Um, I ended up moving my son and his family to Phoenix because that's a better place from where they were to provide support services for the children. Uh, Phoenix is one of the best places in the world for people with autism. There's just a lot out there and where they lived before there wasn't. So because of doing this, I, I was able to move them. We opened a prep center. And um, there's a lot of people in your community that use this prep center. Um, I'm not advertising it because we aren't taking any new clients and haven't taken any in over a year. I no longer own it at all. I gave it to my son. But it has provided a full-time income for his family. And because he owns the prep center, if he needs to be available for something for his children, he has that uh, option. So I this, love is, this it. is the kind of thing. It's not necessarily that you get rich, but you get free. Yes. Oh, yeah. Just that's the goal. The liberty of time being able to do, yeah. uh, have the resources to do what you need to do to take care of the ones you love and you've done it. Kudos to you again. Uh, I just want to fill in since this is a show today that was kind of aimed at those who are new. You dropped a phrase on us prep center. Let me just tell everybody what that is. A prep center is simply somewhere that you can send all your inventory. Instead of putting it in your garage and taking care of all the details yourself, you send it to a prep center. They do all that for you, the packing, the shipping, sending it into Amazon for you. That's the beauty of an FBA business, a fulfillment by Amazon business is Amazon's doing all the work for you, but somebody has to get your inventory from where it is to Amazon shelves. You can use a prep center. And like Angel mentioned her son has one, although they're not taking clients. I'll put a list in the show notes, listeners, to all of our prep centers. There's several throughout the United States. And even this, Angel, I know you know this, but for the listener's sake, if you happen to live in a foreign country, maybe there's no uh, Amazon warehouses where you live in your country, you can still have an Amazon business, find a U.S.-based prep center, have all of your shipments sent there. And be making money on Amazon without ever seeing or touching your inventory. We have a large number of students who do just that. You don't have to live in the United States to sell on Amazon US. So that's what a prep center makes possible, that and so much more. But again, I'll stick that list in the show notes for the listeners today. If they go to silentgym.com slash podcast, look up this episode, that's a resource for you. Okay, so we were in the process of convincing people that, yeah, they can do this. If you've got a few dollars and you want to try it out, set up an Amazon selling account, go to Amazon.com, become a seller, go through the steps, and then start sourcing inexpensive items from Walmart online and putting them in bundles or multi-packs, which means it's like three or four of the same item, right? Put it in a pack and test a little bit at a time. That's all you've done. And it, you've grown it into your first year, 330 13,000 in sales. And I still want to know how much of that was approximate, how much of that went to you and how much of that went to like fees and shipping and paying employees. If you could break it down, like what your profit percent was, what your margin was. Oh, yeah, it was about 25% back then. It's down to about 20% now, but I pay a lot of money to my prep center <laughs> that I didn't pay back then. <laughs> of course. So of that 350 to 60 go into you as a business that is with very, very flexible, very low risk. Yeah, that's. I love those numbers. I love that we're just being genuine and honest with folks uh, about 
how simple this can be. And yeah, you don't have to talk millions to be a success story in our community. If it's paying the bills and making exciting things happen, like taking 20 family members to Disney, are you kidding me? That's a beautiful thing. Well, so what tips do you want to give the listener now? And let's talk to those people. You know, they've only got a couple hundred dollars, maybe less than that to play with. They can't afford to buy a course. They can't afford to invest in a bunch of inventory and put it in their garage. Let's just be real specific for a moment and talk to those folks. If you've got some tips to share them, I know you've shared a little bit, but what would you say to them if you had half an hour or let's just not half an hour, let's say if you had a couple minutes with them, what instruction would you give them? The first thing I would say is to get a prep center now. Uh, the reason is that during Q4, a lot of prep centers stop taking clients so that if you're planning to use one, even in the future, you want to get signed up with somebody right away and uh, just look for somebody on the list that Jim mentioned before so that you can find a reliable center and find out what you have to do to get signed up with them. Uh, the other thing is to look at variety packs uh, rather than just multi-packs. Just to give you an example, I sell a product that comes in chocolate and vanilla. When people buy two vanilla ones, they're sold for $11.99. When they buy two chocolate ones, it's also sold for $11.99. But by putting one chocolate and one vanilla together, uh, I get sixteen ninety nine for the same two things that cost exactly the same. Which gives and what's me your product cost on that? A, a dollar a piece. Oh. Each one of those. And what's your <laughs> what's your margin? Let's say one of the sixteen dollars sell. You've got two dollars in product cost. You sell it for sixteen. It's a dollar fifty for the prep center, and and which might be higher than some of the other prep centers. But we wrap in poly wrap every single thing, and when you're selling grocery. And things are in a warehouse, there's a lot of customers that appreciate that. So that's important to me. But you can probably get it for, you know, a lot less money from a from a, a different place. Or if you're doing it yourself, it's going to be, you know, a few pennies for the plastic wrap uh, or the poly bags. Right. And there's no reason you can't start off doing this yourself. I did. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, you, and your son. And I love, by the way, I loved your initial reaction. We kind of glossed past that moment. But when your son said, Hey, mom, I've been fired. And you said, oh, good. Here's an idea. <laughs> you know, most people don't react that way to life's challenges. But I love the heart of an individual that says when a challenge comes, they say to themselves, not, oh, great. What does this mean? This is bad. Instead, they say, what does this make possible? Right. And, and, and we're continuing with that. One of my sons who is not currently involved in Amazon found out that he is likely going to lose his job doing due to downsizing. And he reached out to his brother who has a prep center and said, can you take me on? And my son said, absolutely. Because then all we can do is just expand. We can maybe take new customers or maybe we can build up our own, you know, product line, um, things like that. But it gives you that freedom to, to be able to help out another family member. Yeah. It's, you know, as our business has grown and I look back, you know, 15 years ago, Angel, it was just me. I was doing it all. And as my business has grown, I've hired friends and family members. I mean, my mom runs my Amazon business for me with two of my aunts working with her. But you look at Brett's team, he's got his father-in-law and his 
sister-in-law and her, you know, their friends from college. And it's just kind of this ever growing organism that just turns into, it's like one big family adventure. And I just love it. And it sounds like that's a lot of what you're doing as well. So that that's really cool. You can become that person, that, that uh, pillar of your family. If you have a business like this, because you can create positions and jobs and opportunities for those in your family. That's a lot of the beauty of having a business is the relationships. You know, you get to spend a lot more time with family than if they were off doing their own thing. And you know, you got together once a year for Christmas, you know, no, this is your every day. You're, you're talking, you're strategizing, and it's a lot of fun. You're going through learning things together. I just love that about this business that, that it makes that possible as you grow. Uh, but let's give some real specifics. I love that example you just gave the chocolate bar. You know, you get a, the two chocolate bars or the two vanillas, or you mix them up and you can charge more and, None of this is high risk. Give us some other examples to inspire the listeners on how easy this can be. And again, this is all stuff you found at Walmart so far, right? Is Are we talking about Walmart still? Walmart, you know, Walmart has so many products. It, it's not to say that there's not a lot of other good stores out there. I would recommend Walgreens. I would recommend a store called Harmon Discounts, which is uh, Bed Bath & Beyond's beauty and uh, supplement and personal care store. And anything that has consumable products and free shipping, Chewy.com, Petco, all of those stores are great places to source from because most of the products that they have uh, are consumable. People use them up and buy them again, and they all have free shipping, and it's all free shipping at, you know, usually under $50 per product. You absolutely want to get free shipping. You don't want to waste any of your hard-earned inventory money on there. Great tips. That's golden. Uh, so this can be started at a very low risk, very small commitment level, test it out. There's no reason not to. I love it. This has been a really good episode. And your mom, I'm sorry, but she just sounds, is that your mom right here? She sounds like such a fun lady. Is she always just like having fun yes. or what? <laughs> I, my, my mother is is just amazing. I strive to be like her every day. Oh, I mean, just in the background, 85 years old, I hear in the background and she is having a good time. I don't know what she's doing, but man, she just sounds, I want to, I want to meet her, man. She sounds great. <laughs> I tell you, that's the most important thing. I live 2000 miles away from my parents, but I can say, even if I'm not rich, I can say, if you ever need me, pick up the phone and I will be on the next plane. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's everything. It. It's beautiful. Yeah. You know, the, Part of having a this side income, this extra income, for some of us, it's so much more than that. It's a big business, but just having that extra income, an extra five hundred or a thousand dollars a month, even, it turns so many of life's challenges into just little expenses. Right? It's an expense. You get on a plane and you're there. It's an expense. Whereas if you don't have the funds, these it just becomes maddening. You lose sleep at night. It affects your health. This little extra income. Or if you don't have the freedom, if you have, yes. if you have a job that you can't say, well, I have to just take the next three weeks off because I need to go. Yeah, then you get the lecture from your boss. Hey, you're running out of sick days here. You don't have vacation time for that. You don't have to ask permission. It's been 15 years since I asked permission of any. Well, I still have to ask Andrea permission to do a lot of things. I'll take that back. <laughs> My wife is she's the real CEO around here, so she said we could do this podcast today. So we're we're I was allowed to get on here with you. <laughs> uh, well, this has been a delightful chat. A, a, a different tone, a different type of educational experience for the listener today. But again, 
You know, I think one of the goals I have for this podcast listener is to destroy your excuses. I love destroying excuses. So whatever that excuse list is that you came into when you started listening to this podcast, no matter how many episodes you've heard, if you listen to enough episodes, we will destroy every single excuse you have for not starting an online business and growing it to something special that changes your life and impacts your family the way Angel has done. Well, hey, share a final thought. Anything you want to, any parting shots here, Angel, anything we left off that you think would be useful, especially for those who are new to all of this, let's just give them some golden advice if anything comes to mind. If not, I think we're going to wrap this one up. Absolutely. The most important thing is to figure out what you want and why you want it. Um, For me, it was freedom. I had taken a new job. And my best friend's mom died and I wasn't able to go because I had taken the new job and I was so supportive of my kids. And I swore that would never happen again, that I would always be available for people who needed me. And uh, so that was a big why. You need to find out what your why is. And if you don't know what your goals are, I hope you will take a minute and get a book by Barbara Sher. That's S-H-E-R. It's called Wish Craft. That's W-I-S-H-C-R-A-F-T. It's been around for, I don't know, at least 30 years. And she helps you to figure out what your goals really are. And then once you have it, you write it down and you put it every place where you can see it so that your subconscious will act on that goal and help you Uh, take action towards it. I love it. Some very specific, good, solid advice. You know, a guy who's who's helped speak into my life in that way, he's actually going to be our keynote speaker at CES this year is Dan Miller. He's got some incredible resources and along those same lines and and helping people shape out and find, you know, what was I made to do? What are my big reasons why for doing what I do and, and helping people make that leap quite often from the job scenario into building your own business, which I think solves, again, a lot of life's biggest challenges, the uh, the ability to have the freedom to go to visit your parents whenever you want, to take all 20 of your family members to Disney at some point. I mean, those are the kind of really cool things. So write down some of those big goals. I love it. I love it. That was a good challenge for folks today. Well, thank you, Angel. Thanks for spending some time with us. I'm going to let you get back to having some fun with your delightful parents. They sound awesome. I'd love to meet them. I hope that works out at some point because they just sound great. Uh, But uh, I really appreciate your time today and for the listener as well. I hope this was a great investment for you. And I think if you think, uh, if let's put it this way, if you're thinking to yourself right now, oh, that was kind of basic stuff. I kind of knew all of that. Well, I'm going to give you a challenge. I want you to think of a few people that could really use this. Some people that are having some struggles with their finances, maybe they don't like the job they have, they're looking for something different. We've got a great community. Just send them over over to our free Facebook community, tell them to join that, and then listen to this episode of the podcast and see if that doesn't set them on a really good path. And be sure to say hi to Angel when you stop in the My Silent Team Facebook community. All those links will be in the show notes, okay? You'll be there. She's there every day, along with a handful of just really incredible, wonderful people that uh, I'm just honored to work with. So, hey, God bless you, business building warrior. I'm so glad we got to spend a few minutes together today. I'm going to do this again because, like I say all the time, I love doing this. I can't wait to talk to you again then. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. 
Visit SilentJim.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.